Husker Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Hi, Britton. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm great. I'm over my jet lag. Welcome home. Thank you. While you were away, lots of housing bills have been happening in California because if you hadn't heard, there's a housing crisis. I have heard that. Yes. So some big bills have started to be introduced in the state legislature. And as a result of that, all of these new acronyms have been resurfacing and being tossed about. And I thought we could talk about them today because it's kind of important. Let's do it. All right. So uh, there's this thing called the Costa Compact. Have you ever heard of it? Yes. Do you know what it stands for? No. Why don't you ask me? Hey, Matt, what does Costa Compact stand for? I'm so glad you asked, Britton. I don't know how they got to these. This is an acronym. It's the Committee to House the Bay Area. That doesn't acronymize, which is a new word, as CASA. But let's just keep going. Let's just go with it. <laughs> so um, we know what it stands for now. Why are we talking about it? So as I mentioned, while you were on vacation, State Assemblyman David Chu introduced a major state housing bill, uh, AB 1487, and it creates a housing alliance for the Bay Area, and it gives it the authority to raise up to $1.5 billion per year from the nine-county Bay Area. And this bill is modeled on work that uh, CASA did, and a bunch of other bills in the legislature also uh, take into account a lot of what they are promoting as the solution to the Bay Area's housing crisis. So what is CASA? So the Committee to House the Bay Area uh, came up with a document that is publicly available called the CASA Compact, and our show notes have a link if you want to download it. And It is kind of an aspirational document that represents the best thinking from a diverse group of areas across the Bay Area, from employers to builders to policy wonks to elected officials. And they sat down and came up with this document about how they think we can solve the housing crisis in the Bay Area. So I understand that they've broken their plan into 10 elements that are sort of their overall goals. Why don't you tell us about those? So the the CASA Compact has four broad themes. Those broad themes are tenant protections, housing inclusion and capacity, reforms to the approval process and timeline for building, and then funding and coordination. And within those four broad areas, they have what they call 10 elements, but really their goals. And if we look at the first one, for example, the three goals that the CASA Compact has for tenant protection are uh, just cause eviction policy in all nine of those Bay Area counties, rent control in all nine area Bay counties, and then rent assistance and access to legal counsel for low-income tenants in those nine counties. All right. Um, If we look at housing inclusion and capacity, they've got three goals. Uh, The first is to remove regulatory barriers to building accessory dwelling units, ADUs. Can you say 30 seconds about what an ADU is? Yes. It's like the the in-law flat. You know, it's the smallish apartment off the garden. Perfect. All right. So back to Costa Compact. They also want minimal zoning near transit, and they want reforms to the housing approval process. Uh, The document actually states a goal of in the nine Bay Area counties producing 35,000 homes a year. And of those, they propose 14,000 to be market rate and the other... 
21,000 to be uh, subsidized, 7,000 of those for what they call affordable slash moderate income, and 14,000 of them for what they call lower income. All right. All right. Uh, It's got two goals under the approval process and timeline area, and that is expedited approvals and financial incentives for select housing. Uh, And you can read that as housing that is below market rate uh, and unlocking unused public land uh, and using it for affordable housing. And just so people don't think that they're talking about like, you know, oh, let's build 27,000 condos in Golden Gate Park. What do you know what the public land like? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like we're, you know, going to go, no one wants to take parks or anything like that. But, you know, in these nine counties, you've got kind of all sorts of weird maintenance yards or warehouses or underutilized buildings or, you know, buildings that were partially utilized that could be repurposed and, you know, put to a much better and higher use. But, you know, it's not at the expense of green space. Perfect. All right. And finally, uh, the compact has two final goals, funding and coordination. And the document estimates that to make all of this happen, the annual cost would be about $2.5 billion per year. So they want to find a way to raise $1.5 billion per year from these nine counties and figure they can find the other billion per year from state and federal sources. And then, of course, they want to create what they call a regional, quote, leadership entity, but not a regulatory or enforcing entity to implement the, the CASA Compact. So what if, okay, it's a leadership entity, but it's not regulatory or enforcement related. What is it? Do you know? Well, you have hit the struggle of the CASA compact on its head because within the nine Bay Area counties, you have three megacities, San Francisco, well, megacities for us, you know, three large cities, San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. Right. You also have a lot of very small towns with a very small town feel, Moraga, Orenda, Larkspur, that have very strict uh, housing and zoning controls. And they look at this as an attempt to come in from those big three and override them. So if the quote unquote leadership entity has enforcement power to actually say, hey, wherever you actually have to, you know, permit these or build these or whatever it might be, suddenly it's a non-starter for a lot of areas. I can see why. (laughs) So who formed this Acronym? This acronym. This acronym was made by two other acronyms, as is often the case. (laughs) (laughs) Two acronyms had a baby. (laughs) So, and those two acronyms are the MTC and the ABAG. The MTC stands for the Metropolitan Transit Commission. And in addition to being like the most generic committee name on the planet, it could be like in a Superman or something. uh, It is the commission that is legally responsible for the transportation financing and coordinating agency for the nine San Francisco Bay Area counties. It was formed back in 1970. It wasn't, you know, BART was already started and going before that, but it involved was kind of came about from that. Um, And over the years, uh, it's gotten kind of some more powers uh, related to, you know, planning, financing, coordinating, transit in these, you know, nine Bay Area counties. All right. So you might be wondering, what are these nine Bay Area counties? So alphabetically, Alameda, Contra Costa, Moran, Napa, San Francisco, San Mateo, Santa Clara, Solano, and Sonoma. 
That's a lot. It is a lot. It's actually got 101 cities and roughly 7.4 million people live in those nine counties. And it takes up about 7,000 square miles of land, which is a whole lot of not San Francisco, considering that we're 49 square miles of that 7,000. We are, but a, but a, but a minute fraction. <laughs> so that is the MTC. Uh, it, you know, kind of makes sense. They've got this regional role already. And as we know, transit and housing are, are interlinked. So along comes the ABAG, which stands for the Association of Bay Area Governments. And it's been around a little bit longer. Uh, it's been around since 1961. And it has studied regional issues such as housing, transit, economic development, education, and the environment. And way back in 1970, they published uh, kind of this groundbreaking, the first regional plan that was, you know, like a 20-year roadmap, and they've updated it over the years. You can go to their website and get the one, you know, out to 2040 if you want. Uh, but it is kind of the coordinating group for all of the, you know, elected Bay Area officials, but it is, you know, voluntary policy thinking. It has no ability to make anyone actually do anything in their city or county. But it comes up with great ideas. All right, then. <laughs> so ABAG and the MTC formed CASA, the Committee to House the Bay Area. And you might be wondering who was on it. I, of course I'm wondering. Right. So as you might expect, there were obviously elected officials. Uh, there were a bunch of policy wonks in various areas of housing and so forth. There were some residential and commercial developers and builders. There were a lot of folks from the tenant advocacy area and also nonprofit uh, housing, you know, talking about what they needed. And then finally, some big Bay Area employers uh, sent folks, uh, Facebook, Facebook, uh, Google, named there are part of it. So it was, you know, supposed to be kind of a cross section of everyone so that kind of Everyone's issues were laid out on the table and, you know, hopefully we could build something that was broad based and get some consensus behind it. So it sounds like a pretty tall order. And I'm just curious, do you have any update on how it's all working out or what the progress is at this point? Well, it's too soon to say what's going to happen with David Chu's bill. Uh, it hasn't even been heard in committee yet, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so we'll see what happens if that makes it into law or if it gets shot down. But as we kind of talked about a few minutes ago, this is just nimbyism on a regional level. You know, within San Francisco, every neighborhood thinks that it's better to build something else in the other person's neighborhood, right? Pacific Heights thinks you should build in the marina. Marina thinks you should build in the financial district. The financial district thinks you should build South Beach. Um, and as a result, we just pass the project around and nothing gets built. And we have the same problem at a regional level, right? The big cities think that the small towns could do a whole lot more to densify. The small towns think, you know, it's the big cities causing all the problems and gridlock and they could get a little denser and just stop being such arrogant city folk. And as a result, you know, that's kind of the thinking that's got us to where we're at. And, you know, this is the idea. Um, think about what our transit system would be like if we didn't have BART or any coordinating agency, you know, in San Francisco to got to build the freeways we thought would be useful and Oakland got to build the freeways they wanted. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. it's recipe for chaos. Uh, 
so we'll see. There's always a lot of resistance. You know, this is like this will be perceived as a as a takeover. Um, and the element, you know, the entire Casa Complex has some controversial elements in it uh, around rent control, tenant protections. You know, some people will see changes around regulatory issues as, you know, again, taking away small cities' right to remain small and quaint. It's a lot to uh, bite off, but I mean, the discussion, it, the discussion should have started years ago and maybe it, maybe it's going to start now. But more importantly, when you're at your next cocktail party and someone says, hey, what do you think of the Casa Compact? You can roll. <laughs> All <laughs> and, because of you, Matt Fuller. And you, Britton Jackson. And for that, we ask you to give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast store and tell all your friends about it. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. Escrow Out Loud is a weekly podcast about San Francisco real estate from the Jackson Fuller team, San Francisco realtors since 2002. Show notes with links are at jacksonfuller.com. Wow.